All right. Good morning, everybody. Rick here. How are we doing today? Good morning. Good, good morning, Rick. Fantastic. Good morning, everybody. All right. Well, I just muted you guys. Sorry about that. I hate to do that, but uh, the recording has to be. But I want you guys to jump in today because today I want you to ask questions, interject. We've got a good little group on so far, too, about 10 or 12 of you, so that's good. Um, you know, uh, and like, ask me questions. I'm going to cover some basic stuff. It's just me today. I want to talk about, um, you know, the three, to me, the, the most basic ways to increase your business. Okay, so the three ways. There's only, there's really only three ways, if you think about it. All other categories fall into these. Okay, so we're going to jump right into it. Um, once again, hit star six if you want to unmute yourself. I have mutified you. So hit star six to unmutify, and we'll get uh, we'll get going here though. Okay, so the first one is, and you've heard me say this a million times, is the first way is get more clients. Get more clients. How do you do more business? By having more clients, going on more appointments, you know, and there's so many ways you can do that. I'm not going to bore you with that today. So um, even though it's not boring to me, it's boring to some of you, but, you know, you can Number one, work your sphere is the most important way. Number two, you could call a few expired. You could work some for sale by owners. You could do some farming, just listed, just sold stuff. You could do some social media. You know, guys, I got to tell you right now that I see a lot of you, and I see a lot of you make an attempt at social media, but if you actually went into it a little further, just a little further, you would do more business from it. I'm telling you you would do more business from it. I'm not even asking you. I'm telling you. You know, it's not even a questioning. It's not even a question. It's a fact. And the way to make sure that you do more from social media is by videos. It's very simple. Well, what do I talk about? Once you get started, okay, once you get – like I'm listening to a business book right now. Okay, hold on. I'll tell you what the name of it is since you asked. You didn't, but I know some one of you did. You just muted uh, so we couldn't hear you. Uh, let's see here. What's the name of this book? Okay, and he's, this, is, this is the first chapter. He's talking about um, where to get business from in a different business, of course. Okay, so um, what's it called? It's called Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got. Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got by Jay Abraham. Okay, very simple. Very simple stuff. Okay, and, um, you know, he's talking about in business. So there's all kinds of ways you can do this. The question is, are you taking advantage of it? All right. So, what, I mean, there's so. I mean, if I was an agent today, I would do. I would do the in the, the a day in the life of a realtor. That would be the tag of most of my stuff, and I would just talk about whatever I want. You know, I'm having an open house. I just sold a home. Here's some happy customers. I'm door knocking. I'm calling. I'm everything is stuff. To, to you know, uh, you make a sale. You have an open house. You you ha you take a new list. This are so many. You can't say I don't have topics. Okay, when people tell me I I would do it, but I don't have topics. Okay, lazy. That's just you go to YouTube. You know, I mean, you could talk about everything from pictures of listings to, you know, to professional photography to staging to pricing. There's so many things you could talk about. It's impossible to say. I have nothing to talk about. Impossible. Okay, every time you start saying, it's I don't have anything to talk about, just say, I don't feel like doing it. That's really what you're saying. It's not important to me. I don't feel like doing it. 
Because that's being honest with yourself. That's what that is. So could you do videos? Everyone on here? Yes. A lot of you I talk to all the time. You know, there's no, you don't have some kind of verbal impediment. You don't have some form of brain damage. Not that I know of, and I don't know anybody I coach that does. Okay. Um, so you can do it if you choose to. And I'm telling you right now, if you choose to, you will do business. Not even a question. So the question is, how bad do you want it? You have a phone. Everybody on this call has a smartphone. Uh, and you have a, a camera, right? You have a camera on it. If you want to get crazy, get, get, get the newest version of whatever phone you have. And the cameras are always better. Okay, I think I have a 13. Is there a 15 out yet? I don't know. I know there's a 14. I don't know if there's a 15 out. But I like the iPhones because they're idiot-proof. Uh, the other ones are too, too complicated for me. I like the iPhone. Very simple. Works. Hooks up with everything else. Right? So, um, you know, and people will even ask me, how do I do, because I, I do a video a day. How do you do your videos? I go, with my phone. That's with your phone? Yeah, you just have to have good lighting. You know, you just have to have good lighting. And it comes out really good. Make sure you're in a quiet area. You know, make sure the light's in front of you, not behind you, right? And then it lightens you up rather than darkening you. I figured all this out by doing it a number of times, right? So, you know, uh, so you, in order to do more business, you have to have more clients. Okay, that's number one. And you're, you know, like I was just on a call with Stan Abraham from a guy I interviewed last week on this call, you know, out of Arizona. He's on, a, he's on, a, he's on one of my group coachings, you know, and I said to him, you know, his, his repeat and referral business is at 62%. That's kind of like the perfect ratio. You don't want to go above 70. 65, I think, is perfect, which means 65% of your business comes from repeat and referral, and the other 35 comes from new. If you get to 70 or 80, if you get to 80 or 90, it means you stop trying to get new business, and you're just relying on your repeat and referral business. How do I know that? By coaching for years and having uh, stats. Once again, these are opinions of mine. But I think they're pretty close to accurate because if you're not getting some new, it means all of it's repeat and referral. Now, for some of you, that may be enough. You know, if you're doing 30, 40 deals and you're buying whatever, that's, that's great. Okay, you can definitely do that if you choose to. But wouldn't it be great to be in that situation where you have to decide, well, do I really want to work for new stuff or just repeat? That'd be a great position to be in. A lot of us aren't there yet. Some of us are. You can create that atmosphere by doing the things we're talking about today. Okay, so more clients. Anybody have any questions about how to generate more clients, more appointments, and so forth, based on lead sources or anything I just mentioned? Once again, hit star six, and I can hear you. Questions about more clients? Okay, apparently I have explained it very succinctly, so you don't need to ask. So the second one on my list is, more money per deal. Okay, so that's another way you can do it. I'm going to make more money per transaction. How do you do that in real estate? You increase your average sale price. You guys have the Berkshire Hathaway name. That should not be a problem. You can stop cutting your commissions. You can stop negotiating during the deal with your commissions. Some of you are, some of you, and I've, it's taken me a while to figure out with some of you, you actually offer it. No one's even asked you, and you offer to cut your commission. Why would you ever do that? So don't do that. Get 3% on your side. I know some of them today, when it goes up in sale price, you're going to get 25 That's fine. But try to get 3 every time on your side, and then 
you know, um, if you have to take five and a half, pay two and a half, keep three. That's my recommendation. But get six and pay three. That's the, you know, it's the best place to be. Whatever. Stop cutting your commissions. You can increase your sale price. Look, if you're going to do these pros- this prospecting that we're talking about, like, you know, like when I was in the business, if I had five listings under contract and I was going to do some just listed, just sold stuff, most of the time I did just sold when I got to that, I would call around my highest price listing. Right? That, doesn't that make sense? You call around the highest price one. So every time you call somebody, you know, and uh, but I, I usually got to most of my listings anyway. But if I had to pick, I would pick the highest uh, average, you know, the highest area. You can, your farm can be in a decent area. There's a fine line in all of our markets between gated, not gated, no solicitation, and average. You know, if you can keep your farm average sell price, you know, the average sell price in your farm close to the average or median sell price or a little higher, that's a great farm as long as the turnover rate's decent. And if you're in Arizona and Nevada, you don't even have to worry about that. I don't even think you need to worry about it in California because you can create it. Just because one year it was a 3%, doesn't mean it's going to be a 3% the next year for a turnover rate. Okay? So you can make more money per transaction by increasing your average sale price. You can stop cutting your commission. You can get a full commission. There's a number of ways you can do that. You can stop offering and negotiating. Now, I say that, and every now and then you make a business decision. Of course you're going to make a business decision every now and then. Okay? It's closing on Friday. You know, if I give a little because of a home, well, you know, of course you're going to do that. No, let's resell it and start the whole thing over, and I'll get paid in 60 days. Well, okay, then money today is, you know, you get the the business math there. Every now and then you're going to do that, but don't offer it is my point, is my uh you know, and even if you have a buyer agent who loves to give away all of theirs, that's perfectly fine, but it's not something that, listen, I'll take care of my money, you take care of yours. How's that? All right? All right, so there you go. So more clients, more money per deal. Never, And then the last one is getting more repeat and referral business. Like having your people out there actively sending, and, and people go, well, how do you do that? Well, I'm telling you right now, you're, your sphere. Now, when I say sphere, okay, I mean repeat, I mean past clients, repeat and referral, all of that in one is my sphere. Anybody, let me give you my definition. Anybody who I believe will help refer me business if I stay in touch with them consistently is my sphere. Okay, because I have people in my database that I don't consider part of my sphere, but if I get an email address from you until you opt out, You'll get newsletter and I like the neighborhood report. You'll get the newsletter and the neighborhood report for me for life. Doesn't mean I'm going to call you every time if you don't refer me business and I've been talking to you for, you know, a year or 18 months, then I'll keep you in my database, but I'm not going to be, you're not going to be part of my sphere. Sphere means you're active. I can tell because you've done it or you're open to the concept of referring me business. Because remember, I always finish my sentence when I talk to my sphere with, you know, hey, John, don't, you know, look, at you, you asked me about my business, and I really appreciate that, and, you know, and I just want to remind you that anybody at, you know, in your neighborhood, anybody that you work with, okay, anybody you see at the gym, at church, okay, anybody that you think that I could help, I would love to help with their real estate needs. You give them things to think about. You know, like I know if they're, you know, if they coach their kids, anybody, you know, any of the parents that you talk to, 
of the kids you coach. You hear anybody mention real estate? I'm their guy, okay? So you got to ask. Act like a salesperson. It's perfectly fine. As a matter of fact, I recommend it. I always think it's weird when I'm in sales and I don't act like a salesperson. I'm not talking about being obnoxious like some realtors. I'm talking about just common sense. I call you at minimum of once a quarter. We talk. I always start with how I know you, right? What's going on? How's the kids? Blah, 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 whatever. We, last time we talked, I took notes so I could always refer back. How's your dog doing after you know, its operation or your kids or whatever? There's always things you can talk about. You saw something on social media. Hey, congratulations for your daughter graduating from college, and that's a beautiful college. Wow, she must be smart, and you must be so proud. And you always make friends when you compliment their kids and their dogs or cats, any type of animal, or children. Plus, it's the right thing to do. You know, Remember your fiduciary responsibility? Put their needs in front of your own. By the way, when you just act like that, people are attracted to you because people's favorite subject is themselves. They don't even know you're doing it. Okay, it's very, they find you interesting, fun, nice to talk to when they're your subject, not you. That's a distinction that not a lot of agents get. I'm the number one agent in the planet and let me tell you why. Nobody cares. Let me tell you how I know that because I used to use it and I could see the look in some people's face. Now someone asks me, you know, how much I've done, well, I'm going to show them. I'm up against somebody, and I know their production level in mind. I'm going to share that with them. But I don't lead with it. It's not a conversation piece. I am not the conversation piece. They are. So when you come from a place of that, it works so much better with people. Just like on a listing presentation, when I ask them questions and get them to self-discover, excuse me, or I ask them in the direction, like a CMA, when I ask them in the direction I want them to go versus telling them, it works so much better. Once again, not every agent gets that. Okay, and if you get it, you're going to get a lot more business from it, and they're going to get you, and they're going to love talking to you. And You know, my rule of thumb is I don't even bring me into the conversation until they ask me. Hey, Rick, what do you think? Right? Until they ask me a question, you know, I'm asking them questions and answering them and digging deeper and finding out what's going on. And now, when they're moving, they absolutely love that. If they're going to waste your time and they're not motivated, they don't like that. It feels like an interrogation versus just digging deeper. Okay? All right, anybody have any questions about anything we've covered so far today? Any questions about anything about developing more clients, making more per transaction, or getting, uh, getting more referrals by focusing heavily on your fiduciary? I would call it fiduciary attitude. If you just keep that fiduciary attitude, you're going to do a lot of business. Okay. All right? Any questions about any of that? I can keep going. I'm just wondering if anybody has any questions so far. Every one of you already has this all figured out. This is a very smart group today. Extremely smart. Okay, so what are some things you can do to keep your clients involved? 
Okay, that's a good question. So I know that if I'm going to create more clients, I'm going to, you know, and, and look, guys, the toughest part of creating all this is getting to a point where you have a decent amount repeat and referral. But you have to commit to that process. That's called, I call that going through the uncomfortable. You go through the uncomfortable, there's gold on the other side. If you cave before you get through the uncomfortable, you'll never know. Right? So more clients. You know, uh, work a farm. You know, uh, definitely call some old expireds, new expireds, work some for sale by owners. You know, decide to go on a social media campaign. It's really not that complicated. You're in the business of talking to people. Talk to more of them. Making more money per transaction, very simple. Increase your average sale price. Stop cutting your commissions. Stop making it part of your negotiations when you have a deal under instant, uh, you know, increase in pay. And then to increase your referrals, first thing you got to do is whoever you have in your database, make sure they're getting auto drip from you from the VAC, the Virtual Agent Center. You guys have this incredibly free tool. It's free to you, not to the company, but it's free, and it's incredible how well it works. And that is make sure they're getting a neighborhood report from you. Make sure they're whatever whatever you like. I mean, there's birthday cards. There's so many things in there. Anniversary, anniversary of the home. All that stuff is in there. Set it up to go on auto. Every step you take goes further when you have reciprocal activities going on, like auto drifts to them. Does that make sense? Okay, so make sure you're doing that, definitely. Also, so I have, let's say I have 250 people in my phone. I'm slowly adding them into the VAC. And, you know, go with 10 a day, 15 a day. Get them in there. Set it up. The number one complaint from top producers is I didn't create, I didn't create my CRM seriously enough it would have happened faster had I done that. And then you don't want to have to go back and recreate it because it'll never be as effective. But if you've been in the business 10 years and you haven't done it, start now. You got to do it sometime. You might as well do it now. There is no time like the present. Okay? So that's, that's, that's number one. And if you're using a different CRM or tool, whatever, just make sure everybody's in that. Okay, and they're getting stuff from you, market updates, uh, neighborhood updates, newsletters, whatever. And then make sure that you are connected with them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, whichever ones you're using. Those are my favorites. Okay, uh, Instagram is not, I mean, uh, um, Twitter, which is now X. The app actually changed like a week ago from Twitter to X, to whatever you call it, X, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Did I say LinkedIn? I think I did. Oh, and YouTube. If you're going to do a daily video, make sure they go on every one of those. Okay? Definitely do that because now they're looking, now they're seeing you, right? They're seeing you on social media. They're not going to watch the whole video. It doesn't matter. It's working. They're talking to you once a quarter by phone, or you're at least leaving them a message. But don't leave four messages a year. Maybe one or two, you need to talk to them a few times too. They're getting emails from you. So they can't go anywhere. Well, isn't that a lot for some people? They'll unfriend you and unfollow you, which is perfect, 
because it makes room for somebody else. You can only handle so many people like this. My number was 600. I got mine up to 600. 600 was a good number. You can do this with 600 people. I think because you can, you know, there are 60 work days in a quarter. You're going to talk to 10 a day as part of your prospecting. Right? So that, that'll, that means you'll talk to them four times a year. Very simple. Very simple. Okay, so make sure you're connected with all of them on social media. Now, it's like you've cast a net over your group of people. When someone, when you're talking to someone that you haven't talked to before, that you're going to add them to your database, make sure they know about all this. Make sure you go right away and connect with them on all. It's not their job to find you or connect with you. It's your job to find and connect with them. That's your job. You're the salesperson. They don't know you're supposed to be doing this. They don't even know you've done it. Most people look at their Facebook page, whatever. Some people, every minute of every day, they get the updates. Other people check it a couple times a week. Whatever, they're going to see your friend request. Oh, yeah, I just talked to him. Okay, and then they'll accept it. I'm going to tell you like 75% of the people just accept anybody. So now you're now they're going to see your videos. They're going to see... Um, they're going to see your emails. They're going to be talking to you. In no time, anytime they hear the word real estate, they think of you. <clears throat> That's the, you know, the raving fans or whatever you want to call it that you've created. Like for me, it took me, like I like using my Facebook, my personal Facebook page as the hub of everything. Right? Well, you can't put business. Yes, you can. As long as you have a business page too, which I do. I put everything on both. I don't have social media, okay? Uh, like some people separate personal. and I don't do that. I do everything in the same area because I think it works better. I'm an open book. I don't care. I don't even have any restrictions. Anybody can comment on my stuff. I've only had to delete one comment ever since I've been doing it, and it was on LinkedIn. It wasn't even on Facebook or Instagram. I just had a comment on YouTube, right? Most people would probably delete it. His first four words were wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. He disagrees with what I, he, I was calling it motivation. He was calling it habit. So, okay, I understand where he came from. I didn't delete it. I left it on there. That's his opinion. I, he could have been a little less dramatic, but that's all right. Right, so you start doing this and you start communicating with people and you start commenting on their stuff and because because most people use it for their lives. You're using it for business. Right? Now you've kind of linked in your business with their personal life, which I you know is awesome. Yeah, I mean I'm assuming everybody on here is, you know, has altru altruistic motivate motives like you want to be help people and be good. I'm assuming that I hope I'm right. I'm pretty sure I am, though. Right, yeah, making money is great, but if you're not helping people and doing a great job, you're not going to last in this business. You actually have to help them. It's like I know doctors make good money, but I believe most of them have good intentions, right? They don't just, they're not in this just to make money. They're in there to make a difference and help people and change lives and save people's lives and so forth. 
you're doing that just financially though. You you know, by doing a great job when someone's home, you can save them all kinds of money, mistakes, different things. That's what they pay you for. All right, so there you go. That's my talk for today. I hope you guys have got a lot out of it. Does anybody have anything? Anybody want to unmutify? Hit star six or forever hold your peace. Anybody? Hey, Rick. This is Murad. Yes. Good morning. Hey, Murad. Good morning. Yeah, uh, what you just said, it makes total sense. We are here to provide a service uh, and to help uh, and guide uh, our uh, our clients in, uh, and to uh, succeed in a property, the closing or selling or buying a property, and the money is just a natural outcome. Right. Agreed. I agree. And, and, and if you, matter of fact, if you, by not focusing on the money, I think you attract even more of it. Yeah, absolutely. It comes without saying. Yep. I know you do that, you know, because, uh, you know, you, you got to have the, the right, you got to want to, you got to have a part of you that just is uh, in this business to help people. And I think most people, most people I talk to anyway have that. I'm not sure about other companies and you know, I hear all kinds of crazy things and people don't get it. But I think, uh, like I know you're, because, you know, I've been, working with you ever since I've been here, my man. So I know what your motives are. So that's good. And that's always going to attract business by being like that. All right, cool. Thanks, Murad. Anybody else want to unmutify? Star six and we can hear you. Don't be shy. Unmutify. Don't be shy. Anything like that. I can rhyme anything. All right, well, then we'll let you go. Hopefully, you guys get some good stuff out of here. Uh, we'll be doing this again next Monday. As always, if you want to join my coaching, all you have to do is uh, email my assistant, Lisa P, L-I-S-A-P, Lisa P, at B-H-H-S-N-V.com. All right, guys, go get them. We'll talk soon. Thank you for your time.